What is up, my beautiful dance friends? Today, we are talking about how to set and actually achieve your dancing goals this year. So it's January in the start of a new year, and I know um, a lot of you right now are, including myself, are setting goals for this year. And maybe you're writing them down, which is awesome. Um, And so I want to go over how to actually get there because it's one thing to set goals and get all excited about them, but then it's another thing to actually take action and put in the work and know how the heck to get there in the first place. So the first step to this Okay, is deciding what you truly want. And if you guys are uh, listening and you're a dancer, okay, which I'm guessing you're either a dancer or a parent or a teacher or someone who just, I don't know, is fascinated with Irish dancing. (laughs) Um, But if you're a dancer, write this down, okay? Take notes on this because you'll learn from these podcasts um, that I do. And if you follow me on social media or if you're in my classes or if you're a client, I'm huge on taking action, okay? Because nothing happens unless you actually take action on it. Okay. And that's how we learn from taking action and, you know, maybe messing up, taking messy action, and then we learn from it and grow. Okay. So take, write it down and take action on what we're talking about today. Alrighty. So back to our first point. Okay. You've got to decide what you truly want when it comes to achieving your goals. Okay. Not what your parents want, not what your dance teachers want, not what your friend Caitlin wants. Okay. What you want, because the, you are the one who ultimately has to put in the work. Your dance teachers can give you feedback. They can give you guidance, support, love, you know, all of that. Your dance teacher, your dance uh, friends can give you support and love and all that good stuff. Your parents can give you support and love and all that, but you have to be the one to actually put in the work. You're going to be the one who, when it, when you're tired and when you would rather just chill out and watch Netflix, you're going to be have to, have to be the one to drag yourself to your practice stage or your living room or your basement and actually, you know, put in the work to get where you want to be. Okay. So decide what you want. And when you decide, like, think about what you'll actually have to do to make that decision, like what you'll actually have to give up and the amount of work you're going to have to put in. Because the higher we want to go in dancing, the more work it's going to take, the more energy, the more time, the more commitment it's going to take, the more things we're going to have to give up. And this is like not only with dancing, but this is literally, you know, everything in life. So all life is, is a series of choices and we get to choose what we want. And there's sometimes where we'll have to give up other things in order to make a choice to make something else happen. Like for example, you know, one of my goals this year is to grow fresh fit. And there are nights like I'd rather, you know, I may feel like going to a comedy show or just chilling out and ordering a pizza with my boyfriend. But, you know, I have to make the conscious choice to be like, no, this is, you know, I'm choosing to reach my goals this year. So I have to, you know, put in the work whether I feel like it or not. And, you know, that's the same with school. Like you have to go to school whether you feel like it or not to achieve, you know, the goals of, you know, graduating from high school or graduating from college or going to college or whatever it is, okay, or getting the A. Um, so 
<laughs> get excited about this. I get excited about this stuff. So we want to make sure that we are truly deciding, okay, on what we want to achieve and taking in consideration the energy and the sacrifice and the dedication and the discipline it's going to take and knowing that in advance. So when it comes up, we don't just brush our goals to the wayside. Now, with that said, you don't have to, you know, make a goal of becoming a world champion or qualifying for worlds or you, it's a, you're, it's a, you are allowed to make goals for whatever it'll make you happy, whatever will make you most happy. So there are some dancers, like one of my good friends, I mean, her, like she wasn't competitive growing up. Okay. And like, she had her goals are more about having fun and just enjoying every moment and, you know, learning her steps so she could do well in performances and proving her stage presence. And so like her level of, you know, sacrifice for dance or her level of dedication didn't have to be as strong. And there's nothing wrong with that. Okay. There's no right answer when it comes to your goals. You don't have to want to be a world champion. You don't have to want to, you know, qualify for worlds. You don't have to want to do any of the things. You just have to decide what's right for you and decide what level of dedication and discipline and sacrifice you're willing to make in order to achieve those goals. Okay. Um, and make sure they line up. So if you're saying like, if you think, that you don't want to, you know, practice that much, you know, you probably shouldn't make a goal of, you know, winning the worlds. Okay. <laughs> like you have to make sure they line up. You can't say, I want to qualify for the world championships. And then, you know, at the same time say, but I don't really want to practice. I don't really want to train. I just kind of want to wing it and have fun. So those are two different, two different things. Okay. Two different levels of skills. So make sure you decide what you want and know that there is a level of sacrifice, dedication, time, energy, commitment, all of that with every different goal. Okay. All right. So after you have fully decided on your goal, write it down. Okay. Write it down as a reminder to yourself for what you want. There are going to be times where you don't feel like working towards your goals. That's just part of the game. Okay. So know right in advance, it's going to be there. It's going to come up and your brain's going to try to play tricks on you and tell you like, oh, I'm too tired. Oh, but I'm just going to watch this one episode. Oh, I'm just going to scroll on Instagram for just a minute. Even though I know this is my hour of, I, I am, you know, putting aside to practice today. Your brain's going to try to play these little tricks on you and try to create this resistance for you. So you have to, so Make sure you have it written down to remind yourself that, you know, that's what you're working towards. I worked with, um, actually, a couple of dancers um, on the West Coast. We worked on this a lot where she really wanted to qualify for Worlds. And, you know, different things would come up, though. Like, you know, obviously, there are other commitments in life, right? That's part of life. Or there'd be days where she would just feel unmotivated to practice or to do her training. And... It was, we, we talked a lot about how motivation isn't going to carry us through to our goals. We're always going to be, you know, there are always going to be days where we feel unmotivated. That's motivation is a fleeting feeling. Okay. So if you are relying on motivation, you're never going to get where you truly want to be. That's why it's important you write your goals down. And when you have it written down and you have it on your wall and you look at it every single day, 
you're recommitting to yourself every single day that you are going to achieve those goals. It's no longer a question of, do I feel like it? What else do I want to do? What are my options today? It's a commitment you make to yourself over and over and over again to achieve. Okay, so that's the first step. Decide what you want, write it down. That's all one step. (laughs) Okay, goal or step number two. You're going to figure out the skills you need to get there. Okay, so the only thing that dancers placing above you have is they have more developed skills. Okay, so that is, you know, that I I know sometimes like when you are watching or when you look up to, you know, dancers at a higher level than you, it's, you know, it's easy to look at them and think like, oh my gosh, I can never get there. Like, oh, that'd be impossible for me. But really it's not. Okay. You can literally do anything you set your mind to anything, especially now with all the resources, like there's different online training companies. Like you can, you know, there's unlimited resources now when it comes to Irish dancing and sports performance. So you can literally do anything you want. Okay. But you need to figure out what skills you need to take your dancing to the next level. So the girl who has first, the girl who gets first place in your competition and the girl who gets 50th place. Okay. The only difference there is that girl who got first place has a higher skill level. She has probably has, you know, just more skills and more developed skills. Now, some dancers were were born with natural talent right? There are some dancers who are born with just incredible leaps and incredible turnout. And, um, they, they they were given this like already, uh, you know, a higher platform to start on. Um, but at the same time, you have the power to, to develop your skill set. So what I mean by skills are things in Irish dancing that, you know, stand out and make us awesome dancers. So, um, like turnout, pointing, toe height, crossover, posture, rhythm, all those types of things. Okay. Um, and there are different strategies we can do to improve those skills. I'm going to get to that later on, but your first thing you need to figure out to once you know your goals is figuring out what skills you need to improve. So if you don't know where to go with this, you have a couple options. You can either, you know, watch, like if you even YouTube or Instagram, like champion dancers, look to see like what they're doing. Is it, are they turning out more? Are they pointing more? Are they, you know, are they on their toes more? Are they kicking higher? Like what is it? And then take an honest look at your dancing and figure out what you need to improve. Okay. Now with this, make sure you start with the basics because I know, um, like it's fun to work on like the big kicks and the big leaps and all the fancy stuff, but you're not going to be in the top if you don't have the basics down first. So if you don't have the pointing, if you, or sorry, if you don't have turnout, if you don't have crossover, if you are on your heels, if you aren't pointing your toes, if you don't have good rhythm, okay, those things are going to hold you back from even, you know, having a breakthrough to get in, you know, the, what the top percentages. Um, so make sure you have those down first before you start focusing on like the high leaps, you know, high clicks, all the sharpness, all the fancy stuff. Okay. We, you want to make sure you have a really, really, really solid technique foundation. Um, so if you said, if you don't know where to start, if you don't really know what to look for, watch championship dancers, see what they're doing. Okay. And then kind of, and then take an honest look at your own dancing and be like, okay, what do I need to improve? 
am I turned out? Like, just grab it, literally just grab your phone or, you know, if you don't have a phone, grab your parents' phone, ask them, obviously, <laughs> um, <laughs> record yourself. Okay. And just look at your dancing and be like, okay, am I turned out? Am I crossed over? Am I pointed? Am I on my toes? Okay. And just, you know, I, what I do for dance analysis is, um, as I just watch it over and over again and I take notes and I go, okay, um, what can they improve? Okay. Is turnout there? Okay. If turnout's not there, cool. What do we need to improve from there? Okay. It's pointing there. Okay. It's not there. Okay, cool. What do we need to improve to make that happen? Or what do we need to do to make that happen? So watch your own dancing, record it, take notes, figure out what skills you need to improve. Okay, so with that, next thing you're going to do is, oh, sorry, one more thing with that, one more thing. Um, if you are still at a loss and you watched your dancing and you're like, yeah, but I don't really know, like, yeah, you watch your championship dancing, you watch championship dancers and you're like, ah, I still don't really know, you have these amazing people in your life called teachers. Okay. Um, your teachers would love if you asked for feedback. Okay. If you went up to your teacher and said, what can I do to take my dancing to the next level? Or what do I need to improve? Or how can I make it to prelim or championship or get a recall or, you know, win a major? What do I need to do? Your teachers will love that. Your teachers were most likely competitive dancers at some point in their life too. And they know that feeling of wanting to take their dancing up a level. So if you ask that, that's like, Oh my gosh, that's like so fun. Like I love when dancers are like, what do I, I mean, I'm, you know, I just train or I train now. I don't do like teaching, but, um, when they're like, what if dancers ask, what do I need to do to take my dancing to the next level? That's like so fun. Like, that's like, all right, let's get to work. Um, so yeah, ask your teachers guys. They're there for you. This, that's why they're there. So ask now when you ask, listen. <laughs> so, um, yeah, make sure when you are given feedback, actually take the feedback and take action on it because just hearing, you know, turn out, you need to turn out more that that doesn't do anything. You actually have to take action on turning out more. Okay. All right. So step number three is taking action. So now that you know what you need to improve, you actually have to take action to get there. Okay. It's not enough to know what you need to improve. It's not enough to hear your dance teachers say turn out. You actually have to learn how to turn out. So make a plan of action, figure out what you need to do to improve. Okay. Now, if you've been using the same strategies to try to improve. So for example, let's say your teacher has told you body study at least 34 times. Okay. And you keep practicing body study the same way. Like you just keep drilling in front of your mirror over and over and over again. It's not improving. That means something has to change. Okay. Either it's you need to get stronger. You need to improve your mobility. You need to change the way you are, change something with your execution drills. Like something has to change if what you're doing isn't working. Otherwise you're going to keep getting the same results over and over and over again. So figure out what you actually need to do to improve. With that, you are picking one to two skills. A big mistake I see dancers making is they try to fix 27 things at once. So when I'm talking to dancers and I'm like, hey, you know, what do you think you need to work on? And they're like, well, I need to improve crossing, pointing, toe height, arms, body, stamina, and my rhythm. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. Yes, we can improve all those things, but we need to skill stack. Okay. We're not 
trying to, we can't improve it all at once because then we're never going to become really good at one thing. We're going to become a little bit better maybe at a lot of things, but we may not even become better at all because we're just jumping from thing to thing and never actually developing the skill. So for example, um, when I see, okay, so like turnout is a big thing. I know a lot of you probably have to work on. Um, It's something I had to work on a lot too. And for a long time, when I tried to work on turnout, I would just, you know, work on it a little bit, but then work on something else and then work on something else and then work on something else. And I would drill like one little piece of my dance. So I would pick my, let's take my treble jig, you know, and I work on the first four counts of my treble jig over and over and over again. And I would just drill, try to turn out and point and cross over and, you know, keep my body steady. And I would do it a bazillion times trying to keep everything perfect. But I never actually took the time until later on to really just figure out the skill of turnout and how to find my turnout muscles and how to activate them. So not would it just improve in that one little part, but it would carry over to the rest of my dancing. Okay, so it's really important that then let me back up here. So once I developed like that skill of turnout, okay, and I took the time to slow down and learn how to actually find my deep outward rotators and how to actually, you know, work my turnout muscles and utilize them and activate them when I'm dancing, my practice sessions became a lot more valuable because it was about translating that skill of turnout to my whole dance versus just jumping around from thing to thing and never actually developing any solid skill set. Um, so it's really important that when you are learning to, um, when you are practicing and when you are picking something to work on, you pick on one to two things, develop it as that solid skill set so that you're able to apply it to your whole dance versus just making one little part awesome, but then, you know, cheating your turnout or never actually getting the strength and mobility you need to make that skill, to help that skill go across your entire dance. Then once you have that skill developed, when you actually break down and drill your dancing, then it's way easier to put in there because you're drilling it with the right muscle group versus just randomly throwing your feet around trying to make it better and hoping that somehow you you know make it better by doing it a thousand times so um yeah I hope that makes sense if you guys have more questions about that feel free to um shoot me an email and also I'm doing a free dance analysis right now so if you want to learn you know more about how to do that specifically in your dancing um feel free to, or actually please, um, shoot me an email and I can get, send you the link for how to get that set up or shoot me an Instagram message and I'll send you the link there too. Okay. But anyways, guys, so said we need to take action. Um, so you have your one to two skills, you have your plan of action. So with that, it's important that we take consistent action. So that means we don't find our skills and practice one to two days and then, you know, feel like, all right, I'm all better now. So I'm going to move on with my life. It means that we show up on all the days we scheduled to practice, on all the days we scheduled to train and keep improving those skills more and more and more until we become known as the girl who does or the girl or the boy that does such and such. The 
the boy or the girl that has amazing turnout, the dancer that has amazing kicks, the you know, dancer that has amazing crossover, or our teachers are saying to us over and over again, wow, that was really good. Just because your teacher doesn't say turn out more doesn't mean that you don't have to turn out more. Your teacher can only say turn out so many times to you before they feel like, you know, it's just exhausting. <laughs> so, so it's up to you. It's your responsibility to improve something. Don't stop just because your teacher didn't give you that comment. And don't assume that you don't need to improve a thing just because your teacher didn't say, you know, that specific thing. Keep working on it until your teacher says, wow, that was really good. You're making a lot of progress. And then keep working on it until that is a permanent skill and you feel like you mastered it and can move on to the next skill. So we're layering skills here instead of just you know, work instead of working on a million different things at once, hoping something is going to improve. We have a strategy to improve these skills. Okay, guys. So that's, you know, the gist of it. So number one, decide what you want, write it down. Number two, figure out your skill, the skills you need. Ask your teachers, watch your dancing, watch champions, figure out what skill you need to do to get to your goals. And then number three, make a plan of action, take action, pick one or two skills and master them. So these are the steps to crush your dancing goals. Now, if you have a skill and you know you need to do it, but you don't know how to do it, or you aren't sure what skills to start with, you are in luck. <laughs> because right now I'm offering, like I said, free Fesh Fit video analysis. Okay, so or analysis, analysis, I don't know, whatever, plural analysis. So um, if you're interested, shoot me an email, gene at rufeshfit.com. Shoot me a message on Instagram um, at rufeshfit or um, Facebook message me um, through our Facebook, pay, Facebook page, Feshfit. Um, I'll get back to you. We'll set up a time to do your Fesh Fit video analysis. I'll watch your steps. We'll not only talk about what you need to improve, but we'll talk about the exercises you need to start to do to get there. And I'll fill you in on how Fesh Fit's one-on-one coaching program works um, if it seems like it'd be a good fit for you. So yeah. All right. Well, that's all I have today, guys. Uh, Make sure to subscribe to the Fesh Fit Podcast if you like it. And please leave me a review Um, if it's a good one. If it's a bad one, you know, don't bother leaving a review. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. But um, if you enjoyed it, make sure to um, leave me a review and follow me on Instagram. um, Are you Fesh Fit? And are you Fesh Fit? Hope you guys have an awesome rest of your day. Keep crushing your dancing goals. And I will talk to you soon.